As I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see... Salutations, mortals, and welcome to From the Jump. I'm your host, Oaken, and today we have my favorite designer of all time. You heard me right, of all time. We have Tanya Turipamwe Straw up in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Tanya, how are you doing? I think that New York is hey, Oaken, of all time. Of, of all time. time I, I gotta be honest, I gotta be honest with the people. <laughs> I mean, you know, you did design Remember the Future, and you never put out two of the same works it's, it's like it's amazing it's always like you know it's tanya's work but it doesn't look like the last thing or the one before it it's just i don't know it's, it's oh thank you so much for um asking me to join you on this journey and this creative platform like i i've i've really enjoyed seeing what you've been working on and um oh, yeah i think it's just like the exchange between between creative sort of on a on a peer-to-peer -peer level um <laughs> that maybe like enough of that doesn't really happen so yeah when you first pitched this i was like how of course yes <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it you know as i said when i when i spoke to you initially like the whole point of this is to show people you know the products that you see are beautiful we all love the products all of us love end products but to get to that end there's a journey and that journey is not, most of the time, it's not a beautiful journey. It's very, very dark, dingy, comes with a lot of tears sometimes, you know, a lot of heartache sometimes. Um, and disappointment is always part of the deal somewhere. So this is, this is how I feel us as artists can be true and tell people, look, man, it's, I thank you that you, you love my stuff, but as a creative, I have to let you know, it's, it's just not that easy. Um, and that's going to bring me into my first question for you, Tanya, which is, you know, is there a moment of your creative journey that if you could relive it, you would, what would be, what would be that moment? Just one, but only one moment. Only one moment. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe my Ted talk, my TEDx talk. That I did uh, a few years ago, I think 2013. Sure, I can't, it's like the dates, I can't even. There. I mean, that was quite a momentous occasion for me in the sense that I, I never really spoke on such a platform or on such a level. And, and to know that an organization like TEDx Pintuk would be interested in, in what I had to say and my creative ideas. And, and that was really a challenge for me because. I think I'm a like I enjoy uh, speaking, but I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a public speaker, and so <laughs> that was like a major sort of creative kind of um, yeah sort of major challenge for me because now it's like someone wants to hear what you have to think about something and and put it out there and and it was very nerve wracking for me. Um, and so I suppose the reason why I would want to relive it is like maybe with hindsight, like what I know now and how I might have done it differently or um, 
yeah so it's like you know like the the lessons that you've kind of gained through the year like maybe you've you would have added it to that piece of work um, oh no definitely so i guess i'm sort of talking about this like from a hindsight perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well that's that's definitely how you have to look at the question i mean um all of us have i call them opportunity costs because that's what they are it's like business um you know, you go for one thing, um, then something else doesn't happen, and you're like, "But was that one thing that I did was it worth reliving? Would I want to relive that one, or would I?" You know, and that's what the question brings out is those those things in oneself where you just look back and you're like, "Man, a lot has happened." You know, a lot has happened, and that brings me to my next question, which isn't yeah. it's not on the list. That's why I'm gonna look you straight in the face while I ask you this one. So I know <laughs> that your creative <laughs> your creative journey has taken you to different parts of like industry you know from running uh or being part of the council that, that ran spoken word to movies to designing daba to I don't, I don't even know if i can mention all of them i mean didn't you win you won awards as well it's like i just i would like so my question or statement would just uh be more or less could you just give people a little bit more insight into how you went from like one to the other, to the other, to the other? Because a lot of these industries, even though they, they're they kind of like, you know, family industries, they don't necessarily mean that because you're in this one, you're going to jump into this one, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's basically mm-hmm. it. Sure. Oh, great question. Uh, I think I've, I've always been a sort of a little bit of a polymath within the creative industries and the art space. So I've always had like multiple interests uh, where creativity is concerned. And I respect different art forms for what they have to offer you. You know, whether it's like you said, like spoken word, for example, Um, I worked uh, on the organizing committee for a very long time. And I love that because it was really performance poetry and writing and creating a sense of community Mm-hmm. Um, and popular culture so it, it kind of has all of that wrapped up in it um, and then you know I might have jumped into um, lecturing design uh, desktop publishing at the University of Namibia which you know like that's that's a very separate space yep. so I, I enjoy the intersections of of different disciplines and and what they have to offer um, and I suppose like that's why I've kind of gone from from one creative space to the next and dabbled and explored them. And I think it's also because of like the community that I find myself in. It's, um, you know, other people have brought their interests to me. Like, um, for example, like Oshisheni Evelua, which we, you know, our dear filmmaker and friend who who passed away um, recently, she, you know, she was the first person to say, like, listen, would you be interested in, like, working as a prop hand on my my next film? And I said, you know, like, I don't, I know nothing about filmmaking. (laughs) I know nothing about props, but, you know, I have a sense, like, I have an aesthetic sense and I think I have a sense of being able to organize things because I run a business. So, um, you know, and so that eventually got me into filmmaking and, you know, um, now down the line, I've like worked on a number of short films. So I guess to like explicitly answer your question is this idea of the intersection intersectionality of creativity and what can happen in those spaces mm-hmm. and that you can learn something completely new from from one skill set to another. So sorry, my dog just decided to walk in. So 
you hear some no, sleeping, no, no, cool. I got mine. I got mine outside. I told them to relax. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't get the treats later. Because, like, you know, we gotta do the work. <laughs> um, before we go on, I would, I would just like to say, you know, rest in power to Oshoshani. She was truly a, a force within our creative industries, and all of them, not just one industry. Like, she was just her power, energy, her. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't get to experience it, it's it was truly one of the most magical things out there. Okay, let me get one of the questions out here. Okay, so I'm going to take one from one of the cre creatively adjacent individuals that I know. Um, it's always been around creatives, always been in and out of the industry, just not part of it as such so i, I reached out to him because i really i know he has these crazy questions that he's always wanted to put up and one of them that uh, i took from him that i would like to ask you is you know during these troubling times of the lockdown and the global uh, covid 19 um, um, pandemic that we're in right now how are you going about actually you know still maintaining your streams of income or new streams of income that you might be looking at um, because i mean we all have to put bread on the table so yeah so the question is literally how are you going about still being able to sustain yourself or further it mm -hmm. uh yeah that's a i think that that's a challenge that everybody is facing at the moment regardless of what industry you find yourself in and um, I will be honest and say that I'm in the lucky in a lucky position that I've I've secured uh, a number of re retainers. So, um, so for, just so you know that I, for those of you who don't know, that I, I run uh, Turi Pamwe. It's a communication design studio, um, and we have a number of retainers. And that's I think that from a business perspective, those are amazing because they help you sustain. Uh, basically the cash flow of your business and so that that work has been incredibly important to me during this time um, and then I think just from a sort of like how does one create new business I think it's also to see to remain agile um, and to be able to pivot very quickly and I think that creatives in a way we have an ability to to do that well like to respond to uh, the sort of the crisis and the situation in which we find ourselves. And for me, one of the ways is, and, and that's very much why I wanted to come also onto the platform that you're trying to create is, is to share the knowledge that I have and yes. the experiences um, and to try and package in a way that it might be useful for someone else um, that would also like to learn how to design or run a creative business. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really working on something in publishing, um, digital publishing at the moment. So, you know, that's just taking my talents and my experiences and seeing where there, there is an opportunity. Um, and then trying to, you know, of course, like, you know, how, how do I package that? So I'm also <laughs> learning about how to put it together and make it useful. So, um, yeah, so I think COVID and the lockdown has, it's really challenged us in a way that one, how are we, like you said, like how do we continue to, to produce work the way we can and mm -hmm. digital platforms have been so important for, for us as a company and because we run a lot of our work in that space already, like yes, we use um, online working spaces or, you know, shared drives um, mm -hmm. and the nature of of graphic design it is just a very it can sometimes be a very 
um, solitary activity in front of the computer. So by its nature, I think it just lended itself well to the circumstances. And then, yeah, just trying to like come up with, with cool ideas um, that we've thrown around um, between our team members to see like how, how can we actually make this into a viable product from which you can generate revenue. And that, that actually brings me to something that I love about, you know, your studio, about Terry Palmer, is the the constant collaboration that you guys have. I mean, you I mean it's your studio, but you don't it's not a thing of like I'm the boss, shut up, okay, fucking listen to me, and that's how it's going. It's like <laughs> the collaboration that you guys have is is literally a respect bound, I respect your opinion. That's why we work together, otherwise we wouldn't work together. So Bring in your part. Let's mm -hmm. let's do the best that all of us collectively can do. Which brings me to my my next thing. Um, I've, I'm a full believer, as you know, in collaborations. I truly believe we learn so much from them that we couldn't do on our own. But do you think that enough creatives in Namibia, and I'm talking all creative industries, whether it's film, whether it's poetry, music, art, whatever it is, you know, theater. Do you think enough creatives are collaborating with people outside of their small circles you know their 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 nucleus family if you would within the creative industry do you think enough people are venturing out uh in a short answer no um no i i don't think we are but but they where people are indeed doing it i think you're seeing some epic inspiring um original work and i think we as namibians we find ourselves in an interesting space and i mean this is something that i've it's something that i explore in my work and also something that i've touched on a lot in these types of conversations is that we're a young identity um in terms of you know we're a young democracy we're a young country and yeah. we have you know, I think creatives at the moment, like it's it's also like a young a young population. You know, so it's like what I mean, less than seven or more than seventy percent of Namibia, I think, is under like sort of in a youth bracket. So yeah, there's amazing space and opportunity to explore collaboration and to be producing really interesting work that that you know has has a richness of influence because of the collaboration um i mean like black vulcanite like that um that for me has been a really interesting collaboration you know it's um the three like you mark and ali like your your styles you know they're completely different styles but together yeah. <laughs> i think it just you know it just fused into the sort of new hip-hop narrative that we you know that just i mean was featured on bbc like you know like it literally <laughs> you guys have done so much with the work that you you've put out and thank you thank you, know, you. Uh, yeah sort of visually like i got to work on the first album cover and then um you know romeo did which we loved one, um, we loved your yeah. album cover man that's, that, that's one's one. that one's romeo's one that one's romeo's one your ones on our on our seven year anniversary T-shirts, the Black Vulcanite seven anniversary year T-shirts uh, that are very limited. I, I don't even know how many are left. I think I know I have mine, and you have yours. Yeah. <laughs> and I know Mark Ali they, they took theirs, but we've sold so many of them. They're moving so fast that 
I don't, and we don't we don't really do reprints. So once this is gone, it's gone. When when it all came about, and I don't think people understand this, like it was literally just a, a conversation. Hey, uh, Tanya, you're gonna do this. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then like, uh, are we gonna actually make a group? Because when when Black, how Black Balkanite formed was also a collaboration. I got a phone call. Mark and Ali were already making music together because they were like, let's just make a, a small tape or whatever. And then I got a phone call when I came back from SA and they were like, yo, man, uh, come through, we need a poem. And then that became I Hope They Write. Mm-hmm. And we recorded it in May that yeah. year. So, and then it just kept, yeah. once we recorded that one and heard it, we were like, all right, maybe we should just have a group, right? <laughs> and, you know, so it wasn't like always a planned thing, which is another thing I love about creativity and, and, and this industry that we're in in Namibia is so many things are not planned but the end product is what what comes about and as you said you were working you know as uh, on, on a set that you've never worked before you know you doing a job you've never done but what you learned there helped you forward in in your career um in your interactions with people i would guess so the question that comes from this is how would you if you were to talk to yourself 15 years ago you know and knowing how your journey's gone or not even yourself if you were to talk to a person like a friend of yours 15 years ago let's put it like that you know knowing how this creative journey has has led what would you what advice would you give them you know like what would you say is like the one thing that you would be like i need to impart this knowledge this is something that i need this person to understand the rest they can learn but this they need to understand what would be that one yeah. Big, ooh, big question. I only do that though. <laughs> For me, it's, it's <laughs> and I mean, again, this is just from, um, you know, it is my personal experience. Oh, definitely. Um, and, and you might be surprised to hear this, but I think it's it's focus. So striking a balance between staying focused on what you want to learn and explore, but remaining open ended enough to allow new experiences to come your way and the reason why i say that is you know in a way like my career has been defined by the sort of multidisciplinary interests that i i have had but i've also realized like if you have many things vying for your attention at the same time it's it's difficult to um to really go like a laser and say you know this this is what i'm going for and this is what i want and this is where i want to find myself 15 years from now and to say you know like i to be able to like tangibly say what are the outcomes that you would like from your your creative journey or your creative experience and i think in a way like again um and i bring this up because we've just um we've rebranded to Rifamwe so Um, I'm really excited to share the new the new rebrand of the studio and we've um, we've worked with a business coach and I've actually worked with um Marcy Maxim um and she's a designer so she has done the rebrand but um, Oh okay. Yeah so I I wanted to work with an independent designer on it but yeah so I think for young creatives it's become clear on what it is that you're working towards mm-hmm. because because it will help you remain focused in your creative decision making and if if you're clear about that i think you can also become clear in establishing yourself as a professional or a brand or or a known artist because you're you're focused on what you want 
yeah so that that for me is so that's kind of like the mantra or whatever if you will that I I'm going to take never, for the rest of I would have <laughs> never expected that to be your answer for real I would be like what you're so focused like what <laughs> what's going on over here <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy you see I'm not even looking at the screen anymore because now I've just got all these questions in my head <laughs> okay oh my goodness which one am I going to go with um damn Yo, okay, now they're all jumbled. Um, okay, let's, let's let's do it like this. Let me look at one more question. Oh, yes, this one. This one is the the real question. So the real question, the, the question of all questions. Like for me it's the most important question. I might tell people at the end of the series why it's the most important question, but superheroes or supervillains? Which one and why? Anti-anti-heroes are also supervillains. They fall in that category. So you can't put them in the hero category. Wow. <laughs> Yo, that is a rough one. How are you going to make me answer this like I have to choose? You got to choose between superheroes and supervillains. You have to make a choice. Like you have to. Okay, I'm going to go with superheroes. Mhm. And the reason is Okay, I mean like I'm an eternal optimist and I'm a very hopeful person. <laughs> But I feel like heroes are at least in my experience they they also conflicted, you know, they have conflicted experiences and the the learnings from their conflicted experiences I think is what makes them rise to the occasion and um yeah, I mean Guys, that's a good, the good, that's guys. A good answer, <laughs> though. That's a really good answer. <laughs> that's a Even really good answer. Even though the good, good guys is, um, yeah, it's like they have struggles of their own, you know. Like, <laughs> and, um, although technically he's not a superhero, but yeah, I mean, let's not get into that. Let's, let's not get into the debating of uh, that. We don't have enough time for that. Like, that can go on for hours, literally, literally hours. Um, so Tanya, you have street cred. as you once said on stage i got my street cred after <laughs> i designed black volcanite <laughs> cover of their album right so with your street cred like i know that people are always like tanya's woman proper and like you know she's she's always just so well put together and she carries herself so well what is your favorite hip hop song of all time like of all time what's that one motherfucking song that you like when this thing comes on i lose my mind <laughs> like my dog is barking okay we we we're cool with the dog we're dog people out here <laughs> uh shoot i i'd have to go with um black street what is the title of the song you got to help me out here no diggity Yes. <laughs> That's a good choice though. That's a really good uh, choice, that. Uh, and the yeah, I mean I think because I you know my dog. Sorry guys. Um super moments. Yeah, the reason is like I think 6th grade. I remember like for the first time 
um, listening to hip hop. Because uh, I came, I mean, just you were like well put together, like the way that you describe me now with street cred. I, I went from a, quite a traditional sort of schooling environment to an international school. Um, and I remember the first time I was like introduced to Nas and Tupac and Biggie and um, and Brandy and Erica Badu, and I'm like, God, like where has this been my whole life? So I feel like that song. It just kind of defines the sort of formative years of my hip hop education. <laughs> ah, there we go. That's actually, but it's a beautiful song. I mean, it is one, of, and that's why as soon as you said Black Shirt, I knew which song you were going with. I was like, I know yeah. which song you're gonna be. <laughs> and that brings me to something else. So Tanya, as I said, people understand that you know the product is beautiful. We love it. What is your most challenging aspect of creating? Like, what is the most challenging part of actually being able to put together and or put out that beautiful product at the end of the day mm, i think striking a time a balance between the time that's required to do it mm-hmm. um and the yeah sort of the demand yeah the demand of my time on on different aspects so while I would like to really maybe work on a lot more creative projects, the reality is that I have uh, a lot of things vying for my attention in terms of running a business or dealing with clients. So I suppose I wish I could just really dedicate a lot more of my time to my creativity to be able to practice it and understand how to work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like time, time management is a, is a major challenge for me. And just to know there are only so many hours. So how am I going to dedicate my time to right this? Time. refining, refining this thing that I'm working on? I, I'm, I suck at time management. I can tell you why this meeting was supposed to be 20 something minutes and we're, I love it. We just keep going over the barriers, but that's not the problem. Uh, there was something else I wanted to ask you while, while I had it in my head while you were talking um, about time mm-hmm. management. It's almost there again. It's almost there again. And the qu- oh, there we go. So the question is right. I, I get, I get that. That's what makes it very difficult to create because, for myself, as I said, time management-wise, I just create. I don't look at the watch. And then when the watch problems happen, then people are like, "But you were supposed." To-. I'm like, "Ah, you, you should have called me and reminded me." So I would say, the question is, what is that one thing uh, that? that grinds your gears like because as i said you know the way you're known perception wise from people is tanya's always so calm tanya Mm -hmm. you know she she's got like patience for days like you know but everybody gets pissed off by something so what's that one thing that grinds your gears where you just like i wish i could fucking tell people this but you don't you're just like fuck it (laughs) yeah um shoot i think thinking about what you're doing and not just sharing unconsidered work with someone else for you to review because you haven't thought about your own creative process like i think that would translate to like sloppiness maybe yeah, yeah. um like like showing up like you don't like you like you don't care about what's about to happen um yeah so that I totally get where that comes from. That must have come from some of the poetry performances. (laughs) I remember that shit was crazy. My final question for you, Tanya, is 
of all of the creative things you've been in, besides your business, you, you can't use your own business though. All of the other industries you've worked across, right? If you were not doing design, which one would you be in? not doing design um education really creative education yeah actually i could see you yeah. killing that actually shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's like it's so um like sharing what you know with people who um also want to learn and and be inspired and Man, I think Namibians like we just want to know like how to do things and to like share, share like the number of questions I get where people are like, but how you know it's um, yeah. So it's it's a space that I'd love to get into more myself. So yeah. No, I could definitely see you killing that. Like for real. I mean, I've just knowing you, I've learned a lot of shit from design aspects to, like that's why it took me so long. The the wall across me has no artwork on it. Just so anybody knows, because I'm like. Man, how am I gonna do this? But if I do this interview and I don't have anything up, is Tanya gonna judge me? Like, like what are we gonna? So like, <laughs> That's like, what you're nah, like, I, I gotta, I gotta make sure this thing's up. There's gotta be something to, you know, like at least draw people's eyes every now and then. And, and again, this is what yeah. I mean by people always thinking that there has to be a formal, like as you just said, you know, you get so many questions of like, but how, but how, but how. Sometimes you just need to be around the person and experience how, you know, you have to go through the motions because not everything can be explained down to a T so that somebody can actually pick it up. You know, a lot yeah. of us do things because we do them, not because we know exactly how it's going to turn out. And yeah. that in itself for me is like, okay, how do we bring that realization to the rest of our creatives, you know? Um, and as you so brilliantly said, it's it's creative education. That's exactly how we do it. But do you really feel that enough people don't just want to be spoon-fed? That they're actually willing to make the sacrifices, go through the hardships of learning the different steps of something and how to do something, instead of just every time they need it done coming, hey, Tanya, uh, how do I do this again? Uh, Tanya, how do I do this again? Uh, Tanya, how do I do You know, every single day. Um, do you... Yeah actually want to know or do they just want to be spoon-fed that's the question hmm. i think from at least from the experiences that, that that i've had within different spaces you know whether that's the studio space or the college of the arts they there's definitely a sense of curiosity i don't know what the final outcome is going to be even mm. though you might have like an inkling of it yeah but you're willing to learn what you need to do to, in order to get there um and i think that that's also the the beauty about the creative process um and in that way so i mean i've been in environments where people like they really they want to be given the answers but mm -hmm. i think that that it's few and far between i've had a lot more like positive experiences where people might you know their question might be very technical like mm -hmm. about a piece of software or it might be a lot more like process related yeah yeah so yeah and i think also to be willing as someone who is imparting knowledge to to also learn from the person who's asking the question from mm -hmm. you that that's been that's also been really rewarding for me um for example we host a lot of internships you know if i yeah. look at the the interns that have um gone from our studio like where they are now in their careers or like the work that they're doing it's 
I mean, I'm not going to say it's because of the internship. It's because of who they are and the world. It's because of the internship, Tanya. It's because of the internship. <laughs> you gave them people the fucking tools. But Tanya, statistics and. Um, I won't lie. I love. I. It's one of my. It's one of my. Um, so people think my favorite hobby's always been poetry, but it's actually been research. Uh, I actually didn't know this. My brother told me we were having a conversation at one of my cousin's houses. You know, all creatives and like from everywhere, like crazy people. And uh, he, the people were like, you know, but you've always been like poetry's always been your thing. And you know, and my brother's like lies. That guy is addicted to research, and I was like, "Fuck, that's that's true. I do love research. <laughs> like, I really, really, really love research and like data analysis and all of that. It's like it's like puzzle work. Like I've told you before, like I love puzzles. Yeah, and everything if you yeah. see it, it's a puzzle, it's how it works. Um, yeah. so Tanya, thank you so much for doing this. Please shamelessly plug yourself and your company right now to these humans. <laughs> right now, okay, cool. I'm going for it. Um. So Turi Pamwe um, is a visual communication design studio for responsible brands that want to amplify the work that they're doing um, and to share it with their community. So if you're looking for, I'm going to put it up there. Like I was like, Africa, I shouldn't say the world. The world. So, um, this is going online. <laughs> um, for exceptional brand communication and brand design strategies then uh it's your girl up <laughs> no doubt yeah. and i can vouch i can vouch for the work you know firstly from the black vulcanite cover secondly black vulcanite entertainment you did our letterhead as well <laughs> people don't know about that so there's a lot of work <laughs> behind the scenes like and, and this is it you know it's like those things where you're like Tanya, like, can you help me out? And you're like, yeah, I can, because it's a black Vulcanite thing. I love fucking black Vulcanite, you know? And that's that's the thing that I'm also trying to get at is, as creatives, we we shouldn't always be about, no, I need you to do this for me so that I can do this. If you enjoy the people's work, you know, I've, I have I mean, I, I've charged a lot for, for me to perform a poem or two or three, but if you were to ask me, Nico, I'm, I'm doing this. We, we're having a rebranding party. Can you please come and perform? I'm like, Fuck yeah. I'm not going to charge you for that. <laughs> Wait, just... <laughs> okay, I won't charge you though. But yeah, no, I mean, if, if it's something that I mess with, which was the mm -hmm. same thing that you did exactly what you did. If as a creative, you mess with these people's things, it's something that you fuck with, then why would you be like, no? Yeah, no, thank you so much for this. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see it live and out there and... Um, look at the rest of the series and who you had a chance to speak to and learn from. <sighs> yeah, no, it's gonna it's it's gonna be crazy. I won't lie. Actually, thank all of you because like I didn't even know who was gonna say yes, who was gonna say no. And then when I saw the number of people that said yes, I was like, damn, how am I gonna record all of this? <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> so like we, we we're gonna have a couple of, se of seasons and everything. You know, you are in season one. Don't worry. Um, this is currently season one. For all those that think this is in season one. This is season one of our lockdown special. As I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see, I constantly think about one, yet seem to dream about another, making it almost impossible to visualize myself being with either. Thereby, 